I'm your host, Michael G. Davis, broker, CEO of Brooks and Davis Real Estate Firm, Realtor Plus Business Coach. Another great episode, another great guest. Uh, we are going to learn so much about this young lady. She's a member of Brooks and Davis Real Estate Firm, um, actually was licensed previously uh, and got back re-licensed. And now she's ready to take the bull by the horns. And I'm excited to just be a part of her achieving these goals that she has set forth. So without further ado, I'm going to bring to the stage Miss Terry Petrie. How are you doing, Terry? Finding yourself and good afternoon, everyone. <laughs> yes, yes. Now, before we get started, remember guys, I do have the chat open. So if you have any questions, any comments, you wanna offer any salutes, go ahead and put them in there. We'll read them, you know, we'll read them live. Uh, so those that are listening to the podcast can hear it uh, if they're not looking at it on YouTube. All right. So Terry, before we get going, you know, I always ask, you know, as people hear your story and they're going to really uh, enjoy, I know they're going to enjoy what they hear and what they learn about you today. Uh, they're going to maybe want to follow you on social media. So where can people find you on social media? Uh, right. Currently, Facebook, Instagram. Now, right now. And where do they uh and what do they put in like when they're that's gonna be my first and last name. I just mm -hmm. really started getting on on I'm, I'm I'm not really all that active, to be completely honest. You say you're not really all that active on Facebook or social media, period. Yeah. But we're gonna but you know, we're gonna do something about that. Uh, yes, 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 yes. New yes, new yes, real yes, to yes, Terry. Yes. <laughs> because yes, we know. We we know social media is a phenomenal platform to stay engaged. And I think you're kind of seeing that because a lot of your touches, you're doing these touches through your, your Facebook platform, you're getting a lot of um, uh, response, right? Yes, yes, yes. Awesome, all right. Okay, so the Real to Life podcast is all about offering a platform where real estate professionals can, um, they can present other side of themselves. I feel like our industry tends to put us in a box as realtors. Uh, so I wanted to create something where we could have a platform to show the many layers or the many dimensions of who we are. Um, so one of the questions that I asked Terry was that I asked about hobbies or activities that you and your family are, are a part of. Um, and you mentioned running, track, jogging. Why don't you go, go into a little bit of detail about some of these hobbies or activities that you do outside of real estate. Okay. Well, my kids are adults, <laughs> but I do have a 17 year old. And right now we're just trying to get her reengaged in activities because for the years, I'll say the last 17 years, it's been sports all year round. Oh, yeah. uh, my son, football, track, my two daughters, uh, track, cheer, dance, soccer. <laughs> we did pretty much it all. Um, but right now, like I said, we're getting, trying to get my daughter, the 17 year old back because she was she was burnt out just from the older kids yeah. and and so so did I but again we're getting uh her school announced that they're going to start cross country and that's something that she always enjoyed doing okay. so we're now currently in the process of uh getting back into cross country 
but that's some things that we do together revacation um like yeah. i said running was one of the uh, it was a, a big thing and camping we haven't camped in a while okay <laughs> and camping. i just recently yeah yes yes we haven't done that in a while but mainly mm -hmm. camping running traveling and just a lot of uh so family social family so you got so when you so so y'all did a lot of running so would y'all run together like y'all yes yes we would run together so who's the fastest well of course it was my one out now ex-husband <laughs> and then the um then the um the 17 year old oh okay but so if it all to together all together it would be my son my husband and probably the oldest in the middle <laughs> no no the, the oldest daughter my oldest daughter and then the youngest yeah. daughter then of course me i always come oh so you you was lagging in you was lagging in the back to area come on man yeah hey but i finished i didn't quit there we go <laughs> yes hey, hey i you never stopped i right. never stopped i did not have to stop in between there we go. You was just no. making sure nobody got caught, nobody got left behind. That's what it was. It, it, you got it. You got it. I and I finished. So. <laughs> all right. Awesome. So, um, all right. So, uh, so you did running, so camping. Uh, so, you guys used to camp a lot. Where, where were some of the best spots? I'm not going to say, well, I'm not going to say a whole lot. <laughs> uh, near a San, San, uh, New Bronzeville. Okay. Okay. So, y'all would go to the, to the river out there? Or lake. All right. Mm -hmm. So we, I, I remember, so it's only really a couple of times that I've done camping, right? One of them was when I was a Boy Scout many, many, many moons ago. Mm -hmm. uh, and then uh, the another time was just recently last year, they did like this little Father's Day type deal that uh, my mm -hmm. baby convinced me to go to. So me and my family, all five of us went out there and I actually, and actually slept in a tent and when I tell you, I had my body, my body when I woke up the next day was like, what are we doing? Why are we doing this? It's our bed. Why can't we just go get in our bed? Like, it was crazy. So um, we have all the stuff because like my wife went on like a shopping spree for this thing. So we got all the stuff, the tents, the burners, the lights, we got all that stuff. Uh -huh. She even got one of those outdoor things where you could like shower and chains that the pop-up shower things so i guess we got to find more reasons to use it mm -hmm. so but you really like camping oh it was it's okay and like i said it's, it's <laughs> been a while i'm not even lie, it's been a while yeah but the outdoor and, and a lot it, it's new and improved now you can you they have cabins yeah. and all that you can use now so it's not as hardcore as it used to be back in the back in the day back in the day you used to, have to make your own fire huh you had to start your own fire I, yeah but i didn't do all that he did all he did that. <laughs> <laughs> Just so, all right yeah, what are the so okay so now that you've kind of transitioned you're transitioning you know now you only have your daughter with you what are some of the things that you're really passionate about just like yourself well i will say and I'm trying to get back into that because the last, I'll say 15 years, it's been about family. It's been mm. about the kids. And I kind of lost that passion. But before it was, I like to read. Mm -hmm. um, yoga, I got into yoga. And I'm pretty passionate now about, about yoga. Okay. And just being, a, um, reinventing myself. 
Yeah, I got Okay, you. educating myself um, and just really and truly doing, doing me. Yeah. yeah and I have so me. much to get, you know, to get caught up on. Um, but that's pretty much, like I said, that's pretty much it. My, my world revolved around them for the past. Yeah. So not, so now you're 20 years. Now you're in the process of evolving, huh? Yes, yes, yes. Good, good, good. So, um, now you mentioned yoga. What is it about yoga that you like? It's relax. It's low impact one <laughs> and I can build strength and it helps with concentration and stamina. Good, good, good. And, you know, the formation of your body. Mm -hmm. And it's easy. You can yoga. do it at home. For about, I'll say about six months now. Okay. All right. You see yourself ever becoming a yoga instructor? Nope. <laughs> no. I don't, I, you know, I take that back. I don't know. I don't know. I, don't yeah, know. I think you'll be a good I, yoga instructor. I don't know. There's still a lot to learn, though. I'm still trying to get the moves and the, the form and all that stuff yeah, down. Yeah. So I have a ways to go. All right. All right. So, okay. Let's talk a little bit about real estate. Like what made you want to become a real estate professional, get your real estate license? I was, well, the financial industry. I, um, I worked in consumer, small business and commercial and mm -hmm. my bread and butter was real estate loans, real estate loans. Okay. And I would have a lot of clients that would always tell me, hey, you should get into investing. You should you should become a realtor. And I was like, no, no. And then a friend of mine said, Terry, you're good at this. Because of course, purchasing my homes and then helping helping clients. Mm -hmm. I was like, why not? And then when, again, the, the commission that you would see realtor, realtors make mm -hmm. from this business. And then when I, shortly after I had my youngest child, I said, I know. I'm not going to want to work for anyone else. And I saw the earning potential. And then a good friend of mine said, hey, let's do this. Let's, let's, let's do this. And it was back in 05. Yeah. And I said, well, you know, what, what, what the heck? I'm, I'm a yeah. stay-at-home mom now. This is something I can do on my own time. Mm -hmm. But, of course, I didn't know the challenges, just like any job. If you want to become successful and, and, and profitable, you're going to have to work it like a job. Yeah. Well, shortly yeah, after get, yeah, getting my license, but being a full-time mom traveling, I got my license and I, I just kind of pushed it aside. Mm -hmm. We moved to Oklahoma. I, I obtained my uh, Oklahoma license and actually mm -hmm. I was active for close to a year and it was challenging. And my husband said, okay, no, home comes first. Now, if, you can, if you can balance both, that's good. But if not, now, keep in mind, I was new to becoming a stay-at-home mom as well. Right. <laughs> <laughs> because all of it was new. All of it was new. So I said one thing at a time. So um, long story oh. short, between then, I, I was a stay-at-home mom. I held a real estate license in both states. In 2011, we opened up a number. My husband, he's a physician. So okay. we, we opened up an urgent click here mm. in Oklahoma. And I say stay at home, mom. But actually, no, I did some things in between because yeah. from 11 into 2020, it was uh, managing the clinic. You was running the office, yeah. Running the office, which was challenging. Mm -hmm. So um, uh, I did that. And of course, within the last year, I said, okay, I have to become 
um, financially independent. Yeah. What, yeah. What made you What made you circle back? Because it's like you did this 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 three. My 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 um my level of comfort. I'm comfortable, and I don't I, I don't believe I don't believe in asking nobody for anything. <laughs> I don't like to ask and I don't like to depend. And even mm-hmm. being a said at home mom, I didn't have to ask. <laughs> I, I did maintain a level of independence. I will say mm-hmm. that. And it was my financial. That's one thing I never gave up. Yeah. I never, well, to a certain level. And that was mm-hmm. our agreement. I'm going to yeah. be in control of the finances. Mm-hmm. But of course, after the divorce and all, I knew that was going to cease. Yeah. So, so I said to maintain my 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 comfort, I am going to have to have my own independence, and that meant working my own. If I wanted the um, flexibility in the financial freedom, mm-hmm. real estate was the only thing that I could see, and that yeah. I was comfortable with that would give me that will help yeah, well, me maintain that. Yeah. Well, I definitely feel like you made the right choice, and you are going to be just like your friend. And you're gonna be good at this. Like, I agree with them. Whoever that friend was, oh. they they uh they they a fortune teller, and they telling the right fortune. Oh. Too. Right, and so I now, do. Uh huh. Now, if you were not a realtor, or if you were not a real estate professional, you said one other thing that you would consider would be a travel agent. You don't know. You you did I say that? I yeah, said, I'll think about it. No, you said the question was if you weren't a real estate professional, what is the thing you would want to be? And you said a travel agent. Why did you want why because you- I love traveling? Oh, okay. because I have I I, I I am passionate. Well, yes, I am passionate. I love to travel. Okay. And that's something, and actually I can yes, because I do. I I I love I love to travel. Mm-hmm. So travel, but travel agents, they're not the ones traveling. They're the ones that's like facilitating, like putting it together and sending other people on travel. But they go as well. I know from my understanding, they travel along. No, you want to be like the tour guide, like a traveling tour guide. That's true. Okay, what is it when you get a cut for you get to travel and, and interview and you check out all of the um all of all of the places and oh that's kind of like a critic, to- like a like a travel critic or a blogger. So then you like be blogging, so people take your recommendations. So then uh, the 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 hotels or the or the, or the whatever wherever you visiting, they'll be like comping your stay and can the restaurant comp your food because you're gonna give them reviews. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, it's a blogger. That's a blogger. Yeah. So yeah. it's not on because you don't do because I know a young lady that's an agent and it seems like she she does it all. Oh really? Well, maybe. Uh-huh. My my familiar because I know when I when I went to Europe last year, we used a travel agent, and all she did was just kind of get the information and package it for us and send us on our way. She, she didn't go as well. Oh no, no the ones didn't. I know, uh-uh. <laughs> everybody I know, they they travel as yeah. well. <laughs> but you can get a cut. You like traveling, so to be able to see the world and things like that and get paid too, that would be yes for you, right? Yeah. All right. Awesome. Now, what what about real estate excites you? What exci- what is exciting to you about being a real estate professional? You're meeting new people, okay? Mm-hmm. And you're helping people. Yeah. You're helping people obtain their dream. Mm-hmm. And you're in in goals as well. Right. Because I know people that want to they want a lot of people want to invest. 
-hmm. So the thing that I helping people. Yeah. That's the main thing. Yeah. You like helping people. You're a helper. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Good stuff, man. Yeah. And All like right. I said, I've I've done it, I mean, free, free of charge. So why not make money? <laughs> Hey, why not? Why not? Yeah. Ziggler said, money is not everything, but it's like oxygen. You can't live without it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like breathing. All right. Now, one of the things you mentioned that scares you about real estate was the dangers of showing properties alone. Right. So talk to me a little bit about that. What's so what's so scary about that? Well, you don't know. And maybe this is going to be a part of my um me learning the real estate game because I know a lot of things have changed and what scares me the most is just not because you're going to work on a lot of referrals you get a lot of referrals and not really knowing the people not knowing the homes that you're going into and you're showing mm -hmm. and just the crime all the, the, the crime yeah so what do you so that's what so I know what I what I have noticed lately is that there's a, a number of like trainings, maybe title companies or other real estate companies are often are offering as it relates to you know safety. Sometimes you know gun safe, like you know here we do this concealed handgun license class, you know, so you know people can be protected. Um, but we are, we are seeing measures, especially lately, to where you can become educated on the best way to be vigilant and observant. Um, because I agree with you, it, it can be it can be very dangerous. It's really good to you know you know, and that's why having an assistant and things are good because you have another body to go with you um, when you're going on your showing. So you're not necessarily having to do them by yourself. But um, I think that's there 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 are measures in place that we probably need to take a look at, be intentional about. Uh, because the one thing that you want to be, especially when you're like you said earlier, you're helping people, you're helping people with their dream home. The one thing you want to be is you want to be comfortable. So they get the best you, like they get the best version of you. Um, so to not have that lingering over you and that apprehension um, is better for your clients. So mm -hmm. We'll work on that. We'll definitely work okay. on that. Now, um, all right. So now let's pivot a little bit, right? Let's do a little bit of coaching. You know, I think uh, okay. you spoke a lot about scheduling and time management and staying organized and things like that because i asked you you know what 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 is your biggest life challenge and you said staying organized uh being on time time yes. so going to going to detail with us a little bit like what where are you seeing these challenges show up and well i think my saying no to people i not i don't say no and I tend to over over schedule and over promise. Oh, you overcommit yourself? Yes, yes, I overcommit. I yeah, over <laughs> yeah, that that the next show trying to do too much. That's the main thing in saying saying no and scheduling. And then because I can't say scheduling because what I'll do, I can have it, I can schedule it, I can have calendars and plan, planners, mm -hmm. but but following that and not getting sidetracked. Yeah, getting distracted. Other thing. Mm-hmm. So what, um, okay, so what do you feel like the solution is? I'm still trying to figure that out. <laughs> uh, that's, that's what I'm here for. I've been, huh? that's, like, that's I've been, I, because I've used, I've utilized my, I have like three calendars, three, four calendars. I've used my timer, but it's easy to hit snooze. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I heard meditation. Yeah. So what? Okay. So I meditate, but I meditate. I I meditate. I do meditate every morning. So I I'm still trying to. So so is it well, Terry? Is it that you feel like you're not getting the the kind of results that you want based on based on the activity and the energy that you're exerting? Are you not seeing the kind of results that you want? Is that the disconnect? Sometimes I, I do when I get everything accomplished, it's on my list. But I think it goes back to just, just um, trying to do too much. Mm -hmm. so, I put too much on my plate at one time. And okay, so what is it? What, really, what does it cause though? Like, so you trying to do too much on your plate, it just causes that you just don't get everything done, right? Or is it something you, that's happening? Distra uh, well, distractions. And I think one of the solutions, and I really have not tried this yet, is just leaving home. I realize working from home is a challenge. You see things around the house that, need, that yes. you need to do. You yes. laundry. Okay, yes. I'm only gonna from from six o'clock, five forty-five to six o'clock to nine o'clock. I'm gonna take care of household household chores. Right. But I'll find myself just not, I guess out of order, because I'll find myself instead of working on sticking to my plan, I'll start working. I'll start planning my day. Yeah. I'll, and it, it's not on my, I don't suppose I'm not going to begin working until nine o'clock. <laughs> but the time that I suppose to exercise and do laundry, I'm writing. I'm like, oh, who can I call? Planning. My touches, my touch. Yes, yes. <laughs> so it's like my mind's going 100 miles an hour. And yeah. then I'll look up, oh, God, that's nine o'clock. I need to do this. I need to get the clothes out the drive. So then you start doing the home. Then you start doing the households. It's backwards. Yes. Yes. Well, why don't you just flip it then? Why don't you flip it? So I know that sounds so easy. I know yeah. it sounds I tell myself that. <laughs> but you can't flip it because at nine o'clock, the work that your work day begins, businesses open up. And you know the rule is you don't call anybody for nine o'clock in the morning. Who's rule you is can't that? call. You just I don't know. You don't call text people. You don't call. You don't bother people before nine o'clock a.m. or after uh, Who's rule uh, is that? eight o'clock p.m. Who told you that? Who gave you that rule? Who gave me that rule? Yeah, what that rule? My my, my mother and then working. Working <laughs> when you would work, you because we financial just work period. You don't. That's just a rule. That's that. That's, that's a just a rule. rule. That's, that's a life rule. You don't. You call people for eight o'clock in the morning. Absolutely, they call me. They call me. People call me before eight o'clock and uh, seven and uh, nine o'clock. Family members don't count, and that's only. I, we ask if it's an emergency situation. Look, I've had clients, and even when I'm laying next to my wife and her phone get to ringing, people call you. People that I, I I put it like this: people ain't following. They ain't following the rules. Then Terry, maybe the next time I get a phone call, I need to tell them y'all y'all breaking the rules. Oh, no, I learned this with the touches. <laughs> I learned. Yes. Those touches, not everybody abide by those rules. And guess yeah. what? You have what? to answer. So, yes, that's another thing. That's another re reason why I'm working before 9 o'clock. Yeah. Because I'm getting I'm getting replies getting before call. 9 o'clock. Yeah, man. Yes. <laughs> but it's good, though. It's building your business. Yeah. Yes, yes, good, it is. good, good. Yes. Well, you I know, that's definitely that, 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 that I think, I think your challenge, Terry, is not necessarily another tool. 
Like you don't need another tool. Like you got your calendars and your day planners. Like you don't need another tool. I think what you need more of is a mindset shift. You need to, you need to shift your mind on how you view time. I don't think you view time the right way. Yeah. So I think you need to, and that's something that we're going, we don't have enough time to kind of go into that. Uh, but I think that's something that you and I together are going to work on is getting your mindset around time a little different because the reality is, and I, 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 I say it so much, so I don't remember who I said this to recently, but there's more than enough time to get the stuff that matters done. You can get every, every day, every week, every month, every year, the stuff that matters most to you, you can get that done. There's, there's more than enough time to get all of that stuff done and still have time left over, right? But yeah. for us, what I believe is, this is what kind of happens. Number one, sometimes we don't really identify the stuff that matters to us. Like we don't know, we're just kind of going through life. We haven't sat down and really reflected on, hey, you know what? This is what I really care about. Like this gives me fulfillment. Like me doing this or achieving this gives me a lot of fulfillment. Like we haven't taken the time to really sit down and prioritize that, number one. And then number two is when we have done that, that word you used earlier, distractions. We allow distractions to come in and move us away from working on the things that we've already declared matters to us, right? So once you get into alignment, I call it life alignment. Once you get into alignment to where you're clear on what you want, your ultimate life vision, you're clear on what you want, you're clear on why you want it, why it's important that you achieve this, You've identified the areas in your life, the categories, both work and personal, that these are the things that matter. These are the things that offer me fulfillment. And then once you get all that lined up and you begin every day working on within those parameters, then you're going to look up and be like, man, you know, I, I feel you, you're going to start feeling like you're wasting your time. But then when you think back and you're like, well, I should be doing this, 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 and this. And you say, but you know what? I've done all of that. And all this other stuff that I could be doing, I mean, it, it really ain't doesn't have a it doesn't really move the needle a lot anyway, because all the other stuff that moves the needle a lot, I've gotten that done. Uh, and then once that happens, then that's when your mindset's gonna kind of shift on because we've been conditioned. I know myself, especially working in corporate America, we've been conditioned on you're not being effective unless you're working a bunch. Like if you ain't working nine hours, 10 hours, 11 hours a day, then you wasting time. Like that's how we've been conditioned. When in reality, the, the more success, when you, when you pay attention to successful people, those people that are really, really successful, not like, you know, you make a couple of hundred thousand dollars, all right, you're doing all right. But the people that are really, really successful, like Uber, million, gazillion, trillionaire people, they don't work as much as we work. They don't work like they're, they may work three, four hours a day. Like they don't work a lot. Um, and I don't think it has anything to do with the fact that they have all this money. I just feel like they've gotten to a point to where they understand the difference between time and money. And they've now placed this level of value on their time. And now they protect their time. And now they make sure that, hey, once they decide I'm only gonna, I'm only gonna contribute four hours to this, 
that it's going to be the most effective four hours. Like it's going to be efficient. They, they become efficient on how they approach things. Uh, and that's just one thing that jobs and corporate America, like they don't really, they don't really teach efficiency uh, because you really, employees, they don't have a need to be efficient because if I'm, if it's an eight hour workday, I'm getting paid by the hour, then it makes more sense for me to take more time to do stuff. It, it justifies my payment versus saying, oh, I'm going to be efficient at this job, get it done. And then I got all this time left Then your employer going to be like, all right, well, I'm going to send you to the high. So it may, it may hit their pockets. So, mm -hmm. you know, it doesn't really reinforce that level of efficiency. But now that you're on the other side, you your own boss, you're an entrepreneur. Um, we make money based off of how much we can get done within a certain time frame, right? My dollar per hour goes up based off of how much value I can bring to somebody within that hour. So if I bring, if I'm only bringing $10 worth of value, then that's how much they're going to pay me. But if I'm bringing 200, 500, $1,000 worth of value in that hour, then when I make that $1,000 in that hour, I've earned that money. So as not, so that mindset now needs to go to how much value can I bring? How much results can I bring within this time frame, so I can maximize my finances, the the, the level of finances that I can go with? Um, but no, and Tanya Newman makes a great point. She says people can look super busy but really not be productive. It's good to be intentional with your time by prioritizing what's important. Absolutely, couldn't have said it better than myself, Tanya. Uh, and there, there are a lot, and guess what? In real estate, Terry, you're going to see a lot of people looking super busy, uh, but they ain't going to have no money in their bank account. They ain't got mm -hmm. checks flowing through. They just look busy. They just running around. They just spinning their wheels. Spinning their wheels. And we're not going to do that. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna be effective. We're going to be definitely effective. So you and I, we're going to work on that. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. So now, and another, and this is another kind of another caveat to what you said about your biggest life challenges. You talked about um, your biggest real estate challenge has to do with management with your clients and potential clients, right? So kind of walk with me, talk to me about that. What, what do you feel like is going to be a challenge with managing your clients or potential clients as it relates to your time? I'm working, well, well, well calling people back. <laughs> I have that on here. I put technology, but that's something that I'm gonna that I'm working on. Okay, okay. So, do you feel like with the amount of people or clients, or potential clients that you have, that you're not able to do a pretty, you're not doing a good job of managing your time around the parameters of your clients and your and your prospects? Yes, yes. Okay. And what's causing it? What's what's causing you to feel that way? Well, I tend to spend a lot of time on the phone with each individual more mm -hmm. so than a lot. But I've been working on it and what I'll just, what I've been doing is just saying, hey, and it's actually true. Um, I have to I have a meeting or I have, uh, this is another client I'm scheduled to meet with. Mm -hmm. So yeah. that's been kind of, kind of uh, helping me. And then so I'll set my alarm. So you found a way, you found a way to manage it, right? But the reality is that that's kind of like you, you like to talk. Like you like, mm -hmm. to, you like to engage, you like to, and that's a great quality in real estate because this is a people business. So mm -hmm. you connect, right? 
Uh, but mm -hmm. you know, through our conversations, you've now learned how to better manage that because we can't be connecting with one person all day. Mm -hmm. on, um, you're not going to be able to achieve the goals that you want to achieve. So that's good. That's, a, that's something that you should pat yourself on the back, how you've made that adjustment. Mm -hmm. All right. So now, is there any, you know, we've got about two minutes left. Uh, what are, what's some final words you have for the people? Or is there anything else that you want, you want the world to know about you? Uh, what do I want the world to know about me? Mm -hmm. They really care about <laughs> um, I'm a kind, compassionate, loving, sensitive, uh, dependable uh, woman, of, woman of faith. Um, and I'm a mother that's right, currently driven right now by ind independence, becoming okay. independent. Okay. And you yeah. know what you're done. I know I am. My limited experience with you uh, I can't, I don't, without a shadow of a doubt, uh, there are no doubts in my mind that you are going to achieve everything that you're trying to achieve. All right. I agree. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I definitely thank you today, Terry. Thank you for opening oh, thank the door you. to your world, letting us come into your world and share some things with you. Um, and again, you know, as we're, I'm always, we're always looking for guests. We're looking to fill up the calendar. Um, it's a great opportunity for people to present some of their challenges, some of their some of their uh, some of their uh, successes, you know, some of their failures, some of their you know, just the complete whole of the individual. Um, because guess what? That's what our clients want. Like they want they want to do business with our true selves. They want us to be transparent. They want to feel like they're doing business with a person. So it's nothing to be shy about. So for all of you all that have not been a guest on the Real to Life podcast, know that we about to come knocking on your door. And Terry, was it that hard doing them questions? Them questions wasn't that hard, was it? No, no, it wasn't. No. So tell, no. tell them to get off the bench, Terry. Go on here and tell them. <laughs> get off the bench. Get on here. Get off the bench, guest. It's not that big of a deal. <laughs> Honestly and truly, when I agreed, I forgot that it was Memorial Day weekend. <laughs> and I was kicking myself in. I was like, and really wasn't all that prepared. I didn't start preparing honestly until about a, probably about an hour or two before the Hey, podcast. but guess what? But guess what? <laughs> nobody, nobody could tell, right? You phenomenal. You kick butt on <laughs> You kick butt. So nobody, that's what I'm saying. You guys don't have to put so much effort into it. Uh, but again, thank you so much, Terry. I sure appreciate that. You're welcome. Thank you. All right. So with that being said, let me go ahead and, and wrap the show up. Definitely want to uh, thank Terry for being our guest on today's Real Life podcast. Uh, again, if you're, I want all of you all to be a guest. Remember, once we're done, we're going to edit it and we're going to send it to you. You can start sending it to your sphere of influence, send it to your people. And then we're also going to premiere it uh, on our Facebook business page. So it's a great digital footprint that stays in per perpetuity. And what it does is it gives our audience, your audience, an opportunity to take a window into your life, to learn more about you, uh, as well as position you as an expert, because only experts get interviewed, right? Not Regular people don't get interviewed, only experts get interviewed. So uh, you, want your, you want your customer base to see that. So I uh, definitely want you guys to take advantage of it. All right, if you are checking this out and there's some things that stood out to you and you want that level of... <coughs> and you want that level of, of engagement um, from your brokerage firm, maybe you feel like you're not getting it the way that you, you, you would want to get it, then I would say 
go to this link, learn more about the, uh, the things that we have to offer. It can be online, it can be in person, um, but we're just here to kind of share with you all what it is that we're doing here to help our agents grow, because that's what it's about, growth and development. Um, and then again, uh, we're on our YouTube channel, our Facebook business page, take advantage of those platforms, uh, our YouTube channel, we have all of our trainings, the trainings that you're not able to attend, you can always go back uh, and see the recording of those trainings. Uh, they're usually up there in about a week. Uh, I create your new lives. They're all on there the last four years. Uh, but then we have other things too, testimonies, programs, events that we've attended. So it's a great place to learn about the culture of Brooks and Davis. Uh, and then our Facebook business page, um, that's where you're really missing out if you're not following that page. You don't get the notifications for our mastermind. Uh, you don't get the notifications when we release our episode of the Real to Life podcast, when we're adding our flyers and our, our updated calendar. So you're out of the loop. So get in the loop, follow the Facebook business page so you always know what's going on. Um, all right, and then again, we got a, a week field of events. So take advantage of them. Uh, like I said, in about a, a little less than an hour, we're going to be going live on our Facebook business page, Mastermind Through Tough Times, talking about these male enhancements. So go ahead and jump on there with us. Um, and then we're doing a contracts class tomorrow and orientation tomorrow. And then uh, check out the buildexpousa.com so you can, uh, if you're interested in attending the class, if you're in interested in um, just going to assist, with what me and Margaret are doing on that Wednesday and that Thursday, uh, reach out to us or go to the website uh, and register. So with that being said, uh, it's been another great episode of the Real to Life podcast. We had another great guest uh, and we're going to have another great guest on next week. But until then, I've been, I have been your host, Michael G. Davis, uh, broker, CEO, Brooks and Davis real estate firm, Realtor Plus Business Coach. This has been the Real to Life Podcast, and I'm looking forward to coaching you into the cosmos. It's time to take off. Hey, everybody have a great week, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye now.